0: This is the good neighbor podcast virginia beach the place where local businesses and neighbors come together i'm your host kim Chekio. welcome to the good neighbor podcast today i am very excited to introduce you to tatiana hill who is the owner of teal eagle boutique so welcome to our show hi thanks for having me you're so welcome i know we've been trying to do this for a little while you were like one of the first people i thought of when launching this podcast. Um, You know, people love your boutique. People love you. And um, I'm so glad we finally have the day (laughs) where we're able to do this. Um, Yeah. So for anybody that doesn't already know you, tell us about your boutique, Teal Eagle. Yeah. So
1: I own the Teal Eagle boutique in here in Virginia Beach, obviously. We started online in 2017 and I kind of um, started through so what I call social selling, what a lot of people will deem social selling, and that's through the Facebook platform, Instagram, kind of selling through social media. And we did that for about a year and a half. And then at the end of 2018, I actually opened a storefront in the Red Mill area. So then now we've had our store since 2018, and then we still operate on the social selling platform of Facebook, We have a website, um, and basically we are an all-inclusive ladies boutique. We do a blend of kind of classic styles, um, edgy kind of fun styles, and I really pride myself on searching high and low to find unique pieces that you're not seeing in other boutiques so people can come in and feel like they're finding something special that's really exclusive to them, their style. We um, also are really proud of the fact that we really do kind of cater to all ages. So we are one of the few places that you can come to with your daughter, your mom, your grandmother, and everybody will really um, more often than not find something that they love.
0: Yeah, um, I was thinking about that, too, as we were... um as I was thinking about this podcast today, how really like I can go shop there for myself and I can shop there with my 12 year old daughter. Um, and yeah, your boutique is so unique. I mean, just the, just the, the, the storefront itself. (laughs) Right. And then when you walk in, um, it's just things that you don't see everywhere else. Like sometimes these, you know, other boutiques, it's like, you see similar things, um, amongst each other, but also like on Amazon, but I feel like, yeah, you have a really great assortment. You have really fun gifts, um, too. So when I'm looking for a fun gift, um, I always stop by there as well. So, um, well, can you tell us about your journey? Like how you became an entrepreneur? Yeah,
1: I went to, a lot of people don't know this. I went to school actually to become a counselor and um, at the same time, I was growing my own, my family with my children and it just kind of didn't align with um, like getting a job and being a mom to two really little kids just didn't line up at the time. And so I fell into a different company doing direct sales with clothing and that kind of gave me a little creative outlet. It gave me a platform to bring in a small amount of income for my family. And then um, it also allowed me to network heavily. And I think, you know, I think some people, and I would categorize myself in this, I would put myself in this category. Some people just have that entrepreneur spirit From birth. And when I think back, I've always had that. I was always doing lemonade stands. I was always trying to like sell things, build businesses. And even before building businesses, I was always making, I was always creating clubs and little things for my friends to join with like leadership roles and everybody had jobs. And um, I mean, we just, when I look back at those memories, it was so fun, but I always had that leadership, entrepreneur style brain. And I've always had a really strong work ethic. I've been um, working since I was fifteen. And I think those characteristics, they just kind of took full force when I entered into this MLM company, and you know, you get what you put out of it. And so I just really uh, worked my tail off. And when it was my when I realized it was time to leave, I wanted a little more creative freedom. I did some research. I had been out in LA. I just I really like, did the work to research what that would look like going out on my own and outsourcing brands and opening a store and the online, you know, portion is just its own animal. And so um, it all kind of, I would say organically fell into place the way it should have, or I guess the way it was meant to be. But with that said, I also have those innate tendencies as a worker that really played a factor in that as
0: well. Mm Hmm. I love that. So I, I can definitely relate to your story because mine is so similar. And that, um, that introduction into direct sales is what got me going to, and then, and then, yeah, when I would look back, I'm like, Oh, well I did have that Etsy shop. I did do that, um, baking thing for my girlfriends. I did help them plan parties. And I was like, I guess, Yeah. Like there's always been that like little pull, but then, you know, you can start this like little direct sales thing with the hopes of making a little bit of money. And then when the two come together, it just like explodes and then it gets you on the right path. So that's what it sounds like it did for you. Um, which is amazing. Yeah. 100%. I think sometimes direct sales get a bad
1: rap and, um, you know, they, that, time in my life brought forth so much opportunity for growth, lessons learned. Um, and like I said, there was networking, there was, um, you know, just business development. And it, I just, I think it was such a blessing for me. You know, it was just a small chapter, um, but it definitely served as the foundation to learn what I
0: um, ultimately ended up doing, I guess. It was like yeah. a building Right. With with not a lot of risk. Right. (laughs) That's what I liked about it. It was like you could test out being an entrepreneur without being the one to carry all of the weight, um, you know, because the the company does the heavy lifting. And then you get to kind of build in your case, I guess, your own little clothing boutique. Yeah.
1: Um, (laughs) And as a mom, a mom with two young kids kids. you know, Everyone's different. And I have a lot of respect for the stay-at-home mom life because I did that for so many years. But I really just needed something for myself outside mm-hmm. of being a mother. Um, I love being a mom. It's my favorite job. It, I was definitely meant to be a mom, but I also just needed something for myself, a little creative outlet. And that MLM chapter provided that for me um, and then as I was able to kind of build and see the potential, that's when like the business woman stepped mm-hmm. in and was like, all right, let's do this. And um, and then it was
0: just snowballed from there. Yeah. So Teal Eagle Boutique is not a franchise, right? No, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think so, but I wanted to clear that up for everybody. Yeah. Too. So it is literally you starting it from zero.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> Face, yes, doing fa- small Facebook sales.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so can you share any myths or misconceptions you hear about your industry or even just being an entrepreneur?
1: I think in the boutique world, especially online in social selling, it's kind of um, the myth that if you put it on the Internet, they will come. If you open a website, everybody's going to know it exists. And, and having an online store is almost like having a needle in a haystack. And I worked really hard when I sit back and I think and I reflect and I, you know, make strategies for how to grow the business. I go back to those MLM days and I realize how many um, networking events I was doing, how many opportunities I was giving myself to meet people, to connect with people, and to build this community. Uh, And I think that that is such an important. Factor into building any brand in any business, but in, you know specifically in the boutique world, just because you have really great product and really pretty pictures and you throw it on the internet doesn't mean a anybody knows it's it's there or b that anybody's going to purchase it. It really does take the in person connections and kind of like that hard work and that persistence. A lot of people give up after a few months, mm-hmm. um, and and you know I am like what, six, seven years into building a brand. And I still have to do that same work of building community and networking with people to bring them back to the online portion.
0: Mm -hmm. I, I actually saw a couple of your posts over the past week. And I was thinking that I love how it's you modeling the clothes oh thank you (laughs) you know like it's not you know you could easily hire some people some girls on your you know in in that you know your staff but i love that it's you and i think that goes a long way too you know um yeah, I really appreciate you saying that actually, because I'm 37,
1: I'm almost 38. So I am definitely like pushing towards that 40 age bracket. And that really is, I would say the primary customer base, you know, is is busy moms, is working moms. And so I've been pitched to have people model for the store and it's been suggested to me that I have people model when I'd work with photographers and stuff, just because of, you know. Aligning my schedule with a photographer's schedule was getting increasingly difficult. And I just really felt like bringing models in might not necessarily resonate with my customer. You know, Mm -hmm. my customer, like I said, is the busy working mom, is the stay-at-home mom who wants to feel good about herself while she's running around and doing the little gym or whatever activities. And so I really – I I was – I don't want to say against it, but I was really hesitant to bring in other models per se to do that, and so um, I never accepted. And then now we're just kind of in the routine of well, I just I do it all myself now mm-hmm. uh, with like a tripod and stuff, just for the sake of time because it was so hard to coordinate calendars. And um, again, I really appreciate you saying that because it is all self done selfies, and uh, I have like an editing. Thing and uh, we just try to bust it out as quick as we can and, and as efficiently as we can, while also trying to stay
0: um, relatable to our customer. Mm-hmm. No, I noticed it and I, I think I think it's awesome. So keep doing it. <laughs> um, so what are you doing for fun when you're not working on your business? Oh, I love that. I saw that question. I
1: love it because I was just telling you, I just took my kids on a trip to Hawaii and it was really special for us. Um, I hadn't done a vacation with them in quite a while. So that was just, it it was just amazing. And they're at an age now where we get to do different activities than when they were toddlers and five and six years old. So we went snorkeling with sea turtles and did some um, snorkeling in other areas and, and went to Jurassic Park and stuff. So that was amazing, and I really am a big travel person. I climbed Kilimanjaro last year. I went to Italy, and so I I always pitch my life like this. I work really hard when I'm home so that I can go do really cool adventures outside of Virginia Beach, which I love Virginia Beach and and I love it's a great place to grow up and it's a great place to raise children. but I'm definitely a travel person, and that would probably be the one big thing I do when I'm not working.
0: Yeah. Um, I think you told me about a trip last year. You planned to go like a couple days before, like a huge trip. Which one was that? Well, I, it was I super last minute.
1: I, I did Kilimanjaro. I climbed Kilimanjaro in Africa last minute. I mean, and by last minute, it was like I think I signed up for the trip in November, but we were going at the very beginning of February. So I gave myself like two months of training, which mm-hmm. isn't really a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah. Um, But, you know, life is short, and there's so many cool places out there. I just – my bucket list is to see and
0: experience as much as I can. Love it. Do you have anything planned for spring break with your kids?
1: We are going to um, see Zach Bryan. Um, I'm taking my daughter to see Zach Bryan in New York City, actually. Yeah, so for Christmas, we're trying to do less stuff, more experiences. So for Christmas, they each got one – They each got an individual one-on-one adventure with me. So my son got to go see the Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins play um, at the beginning of January. And then my daughter and I are going to go see Zach Bryan.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah, um, yeah they're never going to forget that. But yeah. ask them what they got for Christmas two years ago, and they have no clue. We don't remember, but they,
1: <laughs> they got to Hawaii for Christmas as a family, and then they each got one individual trip. And even in Hawaii, I said, isn't this better than just getting a bunch of stuff? And they said, yes, this mm. has been so great. So <laughs> I hope to instill that a little bit more in them.
0: Yeah. Well, so kind of switching gears here, um, can you share a hardship or a life challenge that you've experienced that helped you get to where you are today? Sure.
1: I love this question, actually, because I feel like since I've opened the store, it's been nothing but hardships Um, and just things I can't control. I obviously COVID. So we had our first full year as a storefront in 2019. And there was a lot of learning curves there and we were still really new. And then 2020 hit and we were faced with COVID. And that was just like my whole business model had to change, which ended up working in our favor because a lot of people were online shopping. So it almost, uh, grew our online community. And in in many ways, I was super grateful for that experience. And then at the same time, I was going through a separation, which ultimately led to a divorce. And it is just so hard to be mentally present in a business when you are dealing with so much personal um, baggage and turmoil and just kind of all-encompassing that comes with going through a divorce and then becoming a single mom. And so from 2020 until 2023, or not 20, yeah, like the end of 2022, beginning of 2023 was really so much of COVID and then my personal life. And that just really impacted how I showed up every day. And I really love the way I feel going into 2024 because I feel like I have grown so much through both of those experiences. And my life feels so calm, knock on wood and peaceful right now that I just, um, I I don't know, I feel like I'm recharged and and ready to like dive back into business fully and more passionately and more focused than ever.
0: Yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm sure some people can relate. And that is why I like to ask this question, because going through it, You never think that you're going to look back and be grateful for that as it's happening. Right. But then, yeah, you grow, you learn, um, you get gritty, you uh, just become like a different person. So um, thanks again for sharing that. So what is one thing that you wish people knew about your business that maybe you haven't shared yet?
1: I think to just to play on everything I've said about being on the internet and again, going through COVID and personal life that I think people think it's easy to own a business and, um, it's all like glitz and glamor and fun. And I know that I share like the fun stuff and I've, I've tried to be really vulnerable in sharing the, 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 behind the scenes as well, but it is so much more work than I think people realize. I have an office upstairs of the store and I'm up there a lot. But the one thing I hear often is uh, from people, they'll be like, oh my God, I never see you. And I, it just makes yeah. me giggle because I have so many 6 a.m., 7 a.m. workdays that start at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., or um, they don't end until 11 p.m., 11:30 p.m., and that's just the stuff that nobody sees, yeah. you know. And I think they think it is really easy. And this is a common saying in any entrepreneurial community: is is what business owners will work 70 hours a week for themselves, so they don't work 40 hours a week for someone else. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that that quote originated from, that's but I true, we all know it. It's like you what people see versus what goes on behind the scenes are two very, very different things. Um, And then, you know, speaking in retail specifically, it's just like the cost of operating is, is so high. I think people think, um, you know, oh, they, they buy things and then they market up so much. And it's like if people knew the business breakdown of what it costs of operating, you would see how little things, like how little profits, individual items bring us and collectively we make a really, you know, um, lovely living, but it takes a lot of hustle and it takes a lot of work. And, um, it's definitely not what it looks like Mm -hmm. from the outside.
0: Well, I know that you've shared some, um, some struggles on like Facebook and, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, being a little vulnerable. And I think that, That's why people appreciate you and like to follow you because you're authentic. You know, you're not going to just pretend like it's all roses and everything just works out for you, that there's a lot of different things going on. But, um, you know, but you have a great following here. People love to support you. Um, You've got a great product. Um, So so, yeah. So what um, are some of your favorite things to do in Virginia Beach? grew up here. I have been here since
1: I was like almost two years old. My mom moved down here. So I've literally been here my whole life. I went to Ocean Lakes Elementary and high school. um, And I have literally grew up in the area that I currently live in and work in. So I've watched the whole thing develop. And I think one of my favorite things still to this day, I mean, aside going from the beach, I'm a big beach person. I love going down to Sandbridge is I love going back to first landing and walking the trails and just being outside. That's one of my favorite things to do. Going to the beach. My kids love to go to the water park. So we'll do that often, uh, which is such a full circle moment for me because I would go there every day in the summer of when I was in middle school and now my daughter's in middle school mm-hmm. and we're in the process of doing the season pass and she gets dropped off with her friends every day. It's yeah. like, how am I this old?
0: <laughs> Wasn't it called, Um, do you remember when it was called Wild Water Rapids? Wild Water Rapids. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I do. Yeah, I remember like living there. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> So and getting so sunburned because I was not being supervised uh, by any adults that were telling me to put on sunscreen.
1: Uh-huh. And you know, what's funny I um, is the amount of people I know that worked there at the time that were lifeguards and that worked at Ocean Breeze that even still to this day at almost 40 years old, I because of social media and the power of that I have connected with or stayed in touch with and I was in middle school at the time, so yeah. it's, I just had somebody recently approach me at a vendor event, and she said, "Oh, you know, my husband is so and so, and he he knew you from Ocean Breeze, and That's I was no, so funny. Oh my <laughs> gosh,
0: yeah, yeah. So it's a small one. You're like an Ocean Breeze groupie. It, was,
1: it <laughs> makes me laugh every time I drop her off, too. Because we did. We went that um, every day. Yeah, and
0: it's it's kind of exactly the same. (laughs) There's a couple couple newer things, but it's pretty much the same. Um, That's too funny. Well, so how can people find you? Where is your boutique located? How do they find you online on social media, all the places?
1: Love that. So the store is, I always say in between Red Mill and the courthouse, we're actually in an old historic Mason's Lodge. So it looks like a little house and the house has flowers painted all over it. Um, The actual address is 2310 Princess Anne Road in Virginia Beach. And it's a little freestanding house. So you can stop by there as always. I mean, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at the Teal Eagle Boutique. And my personal
0: Instagram is just my name, Tatiana Hill. All right, well, we will post all of that in the show notes um, to make it really easy for people. But thank you again for joining us today, sharing your story with the neighbors of Virginia Beach. It has been so fun talking to you today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpvirginiabeach.com. That's gnpvirginiabeach.com or call 757-982-3690.